Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Life, love, and liberty. Been a minute, been a minute, been very busy, 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 busy with ministry things. And you guys are going to be so glad that I'm busy because this stuff is rocking and Father's good. And welcome back to Life, Love, and Liberty. Happy Thursday to you. One more day, Weekend Warriors, and you'll be on your way to whatever debauchery you happen to be into, which hopefully you are overcoming by the day. Listen, I'm laughing because of this brought by Bright Bart. <laughs> Bright Bart. Bright Bart. Say that five times. Bright Bart. Um, headline Trump gave false expectation of arrest, <laughs> says New York prosecutor. <laughs> if you have ever dated a narcissist, and I could literally write a book on it. Now, I have written a book. If you haven't purchased it and you are single and you are Christian or you're divorced or widowed or whatever, or you're married even, men and women get a lot out of my book. And you can download that on Kindle as well as purchase it at Amazon. Um, I've got several of them and I'm happy to sign right here in my own home for you. <laughs> so... Uh, but it's called When Jesus Isn't Enough. The starving single woman's best, basically the best meal you'll ever eat, right? So it's for the starving single woman because I wrote it as from a single widowed woman's perspective. And it's all about my windy straight path, my windy narrow path with within Christianity, right? And And, and anyone who knows me can tell you, I admit I have not arrived at the, you know, pinnacle of holiness, but, but I am trying that, that is something I'm walking toward. So, so if you've ever in this book though, I think I talk about some of the people that I've encountered throughout 24 years of widowhood at the time when I wrote the book, I think it was like 17 years anyway. So I'm coming up on like, I don't know, year 23 or 24, April 27th, 1999. The day that my husband took his last breath from Lou Gehrig's disease. So, with that, since then, as you can imagine, um, I've I've had a bit of a colorful dating life, although not extensive. Um, but but I have dated quite a few characters who the world loves to categorize people, right? Especially in in psychobabble world, like they just love it. We have to have a diagnosis for things according to the world, right? And no offense to those, for those of you who have been totally traumatized by, you know, some malignant narcissist because they do exist. And that I'm laughing because (laughs) this prosecutor, along with, you know, other prosecutors around the country, um, AGs, you know, the person, whoever that is sitting in the Oval Office or wherever he is in Delaware. So it's, we are rife with people who are self-centered. Right, because because here's the deal, self is all about the enemy's kingdom. It's all about self, right? And so whenever Yeshua says the Antichrist is now among you, like it, it is here, <laughs> the spirit is already in the earth, right? What is Antichrist? 
To be anti-Christ is to be anti-loving. And people who have a, a, a an amplified sense of self that they show outwardly, actually, usually, in my ministerial experience and dating, have very little love for themselves or understanding of who and whose they are, which is why they live in this grandiose kind of, you know, make-believe world. And, and to be quite honest with you, for some people, it has been a remarkable um, protective measure, right? There, and so I hate the fact that this whole thing has turned into a cottage industry of just another reason to hate men. Because if you'll notice, most men get hung up with that with that diagnosis. But interesting to note, a friend of my friend of mine in um in mental health sciences in medicine will tell you that only one percent of the population has actually been diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. Okay. But this right here, this right here is one of the classic hallmarks, right? So, so they have spent the better half of Alvin Bragg has spent the better half of two weeks. It's coming. We come on, get you. We come on, get you Trump. Like that's it. We got you right. The whole gotcha campaign has been large and in charge. And, and people are like, we're going to protest and they're going to take us down. And this is it. This is the, this is the new J6. You know, you name it. It has just been literally insane. And so that you've got people who are DeSantis freaks who are like, Oh, look at all the blue checks who are lined up to support President Trump. And, and Trump's just got all of you guys, you know, over a barrel now thinking that all this brouhaha is going to happen and jokes are on you. And it, it's just really indicative of how sick our culture is that you cannot reserve the right to be wrong. You cannot reserve the right to change. People will not let other people change. I've said it for years on my airwaves. They will not allow you to change. And it's a real travesty because if you're in Christ and you're actually pursuing a relationship with him through the word and through fellowship, you're going to change. Like, it is impossible for you to stay the same because the word says that he is faithful to finish the good work that he began in you. Amen. And so it's it's on. Like, if you're pursuing him and you're you're abiding in him and he's abiding in you, impossible for you to remain the same. And you're fellowshipping? What? That is like double whammy it's totally, it's coming. You you can rest assured, you ladies who are upset because you think your husbands, you know, they're not ever going to change. Well, if they're doing the things I just mentioned, they're in fellowship. They are pursuing Father through the Word, not to be confused with you being their Holy Spirit. Um, same thing for you men who maybe some of you guys are, you know, really walking after the Spirit. And your wives are like, eh, I'm cool. I'm going to wine night. Check y'all later. Um, you know, it, A, as the man of the household, your prayers availeth much in as much as you are walking with your father. And for those, for those of you who don't see a whole lot of movement in your house and answered prayers, uh, the word also is very clear that it could be because you ain't walking rightly. So uh, that's Monica emphasis added. Uh, but this is hilarious to me because he literally, I mean, what a name too, right? Like he completely lives up to his name, brag. He's been bragging Names are important, by the way, but he, Alvin, Alvin's been bragging for the better half of a week or two about, oh, we got him. It's coming. I'm going to be the one, y'all. He's coming. 
right? And then we got Fulton County salivating too, so much so that they're attempting to add RICO charges along with conspiracy to just officially take President Trump down. So as you all know, this has been a concerted effort for a little over a year and a half ago. Uh, you had Mark Elias and others and DOJ. All, all See, we're in a two-second news cycle, so you guys don't remember the things that some of us do who are in media and content creation. And a few years ago, it was uh, it, it was widely reported for two seconds, two point seven seconds to be exact, that this was coming. But because you were probably distracted with something else, no, it was like up two point seven seconds. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, awesome. So they're going around the country and in the swing states, they're attempting to. They had already formed legal lawfare coalitions against people who had alternate electoral slates electorate slates in the swing states, right? So like Georgia, for instance, came back and according to the GOP's attorneys here, um, uh, along with RNC and along with constitutional law, these guys were like, oh, well, if Pence is actually going to do his job and kick it back to the states because states have questions about their state election processes and their electors, then we better be ready, Right, because that's just simply protocol. Well, now that's not just protocol because we live in a banana republic and people want you to believe that they can kind of like Russia, 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 that they have a case, a criminal case in some type of conspiratorial case against people who are simply exercising their right to challenge election results, which Democrats historically have done. Matter of fact, 2016, prime example. How many Hollywood freaks did we have on every media outlet paid campaigns begging the presidential, the the electoral college that you choose on some level, whether you realize that whole process or not, your vote represented by someone who's representing your vote on a national level with regard to the presidency, begging them to do the right thing and not cast your vote for Donald Trump. They they were begging those who were sent to represent you on a federal level, on a national level, in a presidential election, begging them before they certified the results in 2017, before he was, before their January 6th happened, right? Before that happened, they were on every single media outlet paid for by dot, 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 whomever. Name the latest geopolitical clown, right? Soros, more than likely. Abrams, all those clowns are in the same car. So that, right? But think about that. Were they threatened with prison? Were they bankrupted? Were they harassed? Did anyone seize their income and close all of their social media accounts and those close to them? Were they raided at 5 a.m. in front of their children and their neighbors? Were they hogtied and, and, and carried, you know, out into cars with, you know, military-grade weapons uh, and vehicles, spotlights, dogs, you know, crazy stuff because they were legitimately attempting to overthrow your vote but because it was on the air and because you had you know hollywood people that you trust asking you or begging you actually demanding if you're really an american if you really love america guilting you because that's what they do 
right? But in typical narcissistic fashion, (laughs) and malignant narcissism at that, they flip the script on you. And then they do something what most people are familiar with is called gaslighting, which is what good old Alvin is up to now. Well, you know, y'all just are mad because Trump, Trump, Trump is the one that you need to be mad at because he's the one who blew this whole thing out of the water. I never said he was actually going to be indicted. We were going to handcuff him and perp walk him. And oh yeah, pretty sure we got the quotes to prove it, sir. So, I always love whenever I can connect dots between my life, your life, the grocery store, walking to the park, my dog, you know, my grandchild, trees, bees, and everything in between, and the word, and, you know, books I'm reading, and friends, and colleagues, and frenemies, and all of that, politics, you know, global markets, and and really through the prism and the lens of the kingdom, everything is just it's extremely clear and you can connect. So it becomes just this very crystal clear, beautiful labyrinth and intricately. I mean, it's like a, Oh, I can see it. My mind's eye. It's, it's, it's just, it's gorgeous. It's, it's like this very clear. It's, it's not a big spooky, scary matrix when you're looking through the lens of the kingdom. When you're looking through the lens of the kingdom at anyone or anything, you have clarity. You have sobriety, you have peace, you have joy, you have righteousness, you have all the things that come with your salvation, amen? And so you have blessing. You have blessing when you have the eyes through which to see clearly and the ears that are unclogged and the heart, most importantly, that is clean. Create in me a clean heart, Father, right? And you've worked with him to clean out your heart right? To purge those things. Okay. So which we are instructed to do, and we are instructed to ask him to clean and to create in us a clean heart. And, and he will, right? But that doesn't just happen by osmosis. It happens through fellowship with him, yourself and others. And that's what this course is about, honestly, that I've been working on with my ministry called Thirst Ministries. And we're working alongside a brother of mine in the Lord who I've served a ministry with for years. And we are the Lord is kicking butt and taking names right now in our class, um, and people are getting set free. Marriages are being restored. You know, I mean, it is amazing. And I thank all of you who followed us over there. We will pick up another session. Um, if you guys are just eager to do it, I'll be happy to add another day. Uh, but I'm loving what I'm doing with my small group right now, um, and along with the creator of this curriculum. And you're welcome to inquire about more. You know, about more about that if you would like. And I'm and I'm happy to fill you in. But we're getting our ministry off the ground. Very excited about that. So all of that to say, when your heart's clear, clean, arteries cleaned out, right? Ears unclogged, eyes no longer scales. Um, you can see and hear and feel and move and breathe and have your being in the Lord. And when you do, you see things for what they are. And you see people for who they are. You see Father for who He is. You see the Son for who He is. And you see the Holy Spirit for what He is. Right, and you're in fellowship, and your life honestly cannot help but to be healed. And then you're not running around in hysteria, freaked out about you know is President Trump going to be arrested? Nah, highly unlikely, right? Um, but what if he is? What does that mean for your life? Right? Are you still within the kingdom? So someone asked me today about a longtime friend of mine. Um, what Monica, why do you think it is that you two have 
maintained your friendship for as long as you have with the level of love and respect, mutual love and respect that you have for each other. And I said, you know, I'd have to say the first thing that comes to mind is it's not that this person is like some super uber practicing Christian, but this person has always seen me through a lens of goodness. And so always choosing to see me through the best lens, right? And that's what love does. Love always believes the best. That's what 1 Corinthians 13 tells us. What is love, right? And so when someone sees you through kingdom lenses and not the world and everybody's a narcissist and everybody's a malignant narcissist, all these different levels of hell of selfism, right? And and you just kind of throw people off in the trash as, as narcissists, right? I hate it. And again, it's usually men who get the raw end of this stick. Um, and because again, it's just another cottage industry and another reason to hate on men. But but when you actually see people through a proper lens and you then you perform the word of not knowing someone after their flesh because our father doesn't even know us after ours, then you really start to live life more abundantly and you're able not to be moved by people and the stuff that they're stuck in sometimes that they really just need you to come alongside them and help carry their burden. Not to be confused with them dumping their burden on you, right? Uh, because that's not what we're called to do. We are called to help carry the cross, not dump the entire burden, uh, thereby abdicating our own um, responsibility, right, that we carry in our own lives. Pick up your cross is what the word says, not yours and mine and his, and I'm not supposed to pick up yours and and try to carry mine and yours and your grandmama's and your whole past and all that. Nope. Nope, nope, we're not called to do that, but we are called to come alongside one another, minister to each other, ask for forgiveness, practice the word. I had something, oh my gosh, this is what we're building in our church, uh, in Thirst Ministries. Uh, we we practiced the word this morning, and we went with Matthew 18, and I'm here to, Matthew 15, and I'm, and I'm here to tell you that we, rock, the Holy Spirit rocked it with some folks who needed some reconciliation. And I was not willing to let it go at, yeah, we're good. Yep. Cool. Cool. Uh, fist bump, elbow bump. Yep. We're straight. Um, and, and I just kept discerning that there, that father had more for reconciliation within the relationship and it was absolutely beautiful. But had we not, we didn't have to go to counseling. We didn't have to pop pills. We didn't have to drink over it. We have to. We didn't have to meet at the bar and have twenty shots and talk about it and put, cry in our beers and you know boo. We didn't have to do any of that. We didn't have to gossip about it. We didn't have to get angry about it. We didn't have to hold a prayer vigil about it in the name of gossip. Right? We didn't have to do any of that. We practiced the word and the word showed up and the word served us because he came over 2000 years ago from the foundation of the earth billions of years ago to actually save our butts and to serve us. And he's still doing it when we allow him to. Amen. So yeah, the world's crazy. Got a hundred thousand different weird demons running through the earth right now, especially in this country. And I want to encourage you to not take it into your body. You got enough going on. 
You got families who need you. We need you. I need you. The country needs you. Your kids need you. Your spouses, your churches, you know. And I'm telling y'all now, Father is doing a new thing in this earth. I don't care what anybody says. I know he is because he's doing it through me and others. And I got to tell you something. You all need to be very mindful of who you're following during this time of revival. Because all kinds of false Christs are going to pop up all over. And if you want to know what a false Christ looks like, like to the holy mackerel, like that's definitely a malignant narcissist, even though the ATF completely screwed the pooch on that one. Uh, go watch your David Koresh uh, Branch Davidian special on Netflix. <laughs> wow. That was mind-blowing. And I have ministered to people who have come out of cults. And it's and some of those cults don't look that crazy. Some of them are dressed, you know, they wear their little bonnets and they've got their all they're buttoned up and they don't show any flesh. I mean, they're almost like the Christian version of Sharia, right? Of burqas. And so there's a lot of shame and guilt and abuse that goes into some of these Christian sects that are SECTS that are demonic as hell. But they look good because everybody nobody's wearing makeup. Everybody looks the same. Everybody minds their own business. Oh, sure they do until that wife is flying across the trailer in the middle of the night or the log home, right? And the kids have to be on hush-hush and nobody knows that somebody's touching the little girl or the little boy. Oh, listen, I could write another book about that and the things I've seen in ministry. So um, do not be fooled. Quit judging people by their outward appearance because I'm telling y'all, you're going to have some interesting folks, they're about to get yanked up out of their flesh. They are going to be serving in the kingdom. They're not going to look like you. They're not going to dress like you. They're, they're not going to vote like you. And Father is cleaning up, purging, cleaning out, and he is pulling people. He's pulling the least of these and the least likely to his body to serve because the, the, the harvest is plenty. The workers are few. I plan on being one of the workers. So uh, when you're following people and you're joining people's ministries to become a part of it, you need to be in your word and praying for discernment around things. Don't just follow people blindly. Amen. No matter who they are, don't follow me blindly. Right? You need to be in your word, holding yourself accountable, me accountable. You got questions? Bring them. I don't care. But when you watch that David Koresh thing, and I'm old enough to remember all of that, but I just graduated high school, and, and I, I didn't really pay attention to all the details, even though I know Janet Reno never lived that sucker down. And who knows what the Clintons were involved with with all of that. But what a tragedy. Tragedy. Tragic. That dude was psycho, like demonically influenced to the nth degree. And when you see some of the women who are talking about how they, what they believed. And I think one in particular still kind of believes it. Um, but she was saved from it, like, and ended up immediately imprisoned. But, um, you know, I just thought it was interesting how, so two things can be true, right? Like the ATF could have actually crapped the bed on that one. And, and by all accounts, appears that they did. <laughs> And with all the comms communication that was going on between the FBI and ATF and other agencies and local law enforcement, state, feds, you know, it was just a, it was horrible. Completely crapped the bed on that whole operation. It was unbelievable, A, that it was allowed to go on as long as it was. And, 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 and how about the news guy who tips one of the cult members off <laughs> that morning that they're actually about to be raided? And, uh, you know, it just it makes you wonder, 
So some of, some of your church people are going to lure you in by trying to tell you that they're going to offer safe harbor because we have to stand up against our government at some point in time. Well, let me tell you something. If that's what they're leading with, you need to pay attention. You really need to pay attention to that because they are going to, they're going to cast a wide net and they're going to drag net you according to your level of fear or faith. So you're going to have to decide right now. You're going to live in fear. You're going to live in faith. Because both of them demand to be fulfilled. You're living in one or the other. Amen. And so there are a lot of freaks of the weeks out here who are going to try to dragnet you into their respective operations. Some of them are probably going to be feds. Others are going to be legitimate loonies in the name of Jesus. And you all need to be discerning individuals about that because these are desperate times and they are scary and they're only probably going to get scarier for the world. But for those of us in the kingdom, we're not called to be afraid of this mess. We are actually born for this exact moment in time. And if we're in captivity for the next 70 years, well, I guess we'll live out captivity for the next 70 years. And I I plan on being a part of the solution and not the problem. And, uh, you know, nobody's overthrowing the government, by the way, so get over yourselves. But we are called to establish a a government in a way of thinking and in moving and being and breathing and having our being in Christ, which supersedes governments, which supersedes the need for like some giant arsenal. Uh, Although I am a Second Amendment girl, I'm not opposed to that. There's nothing wrong with protecting your family, and especially from the roving bands of lunatics who have been allowed to porously cross our borders. I mean, you all definitely need to be ready for that. And this whole reverse uh, apartheid that, that is upon us as well, you should be totally prepared if you're living in a city to be able to protect your family wherever you are in your own life, right? But not like you're walking around looking for stuff every day. I mean, that's not living in the kingdom. You just need to be prepared to protect your family, your life, your home, inside your home. I I don't recommend people like shooting at other people, trying to save your car, (laughs) I mean, again, these are people who are hysterical. I know some of you are married to your cars. I get it. I'm not one of them. I have been carjacked twi- uh, once in this city in two attempts, but one was successful. So I've been there, done that at gunpoint. You know, you do things that you're, if I had a weapon, I probably would have fired on him because I just wasn't even thinking. It was just a gut reaction. So I know now that's not, you know, it's a car. Who cares? It's your purse, Whatever. Get new credit cards. Matter of fact, it won't matter soon because everybody's going to digital anyway. So, you know, relax, take a load off, breathe, pray, pray for protection, bind and loose. Every morning you get your cute little butt out of bed, put your feet on the ground and start binding and loosing the assignments of the, you know, bind the assignments of the devil, loose the assignments of our father. Walk after holiness, walk after righteousness, right? Give up your burdens. Forgive, 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 forgive. I cannot stress that enough. Forgive your government. Forgive the feds. Forgive Obama. Forgive uh, Bush Sr. For, forgive the uh, forgive the Chinese. Forgive Joe Biden. Forgive Kamala uh, for not knowing what the heck she's doing. Forgive, 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 right? So that you can see and you can think and feel clearly. There's going to be opportunity in the future to partner with your enemies. 
You know how I know that? Because the word promises in Psalm 23 that he will prepare a place for you at the table in the presence of your enemies. He will also cause your enemies to do what? Bless you. Joseph was in the house. The right-hand dude who was also imprisoned by the same dude. Amen? But he was at the right hand of that dude because he was going to need to be in a position to provide for Father's people. And if we're headed in a 70-year famine, you all better have some kingdom connections. And you better be able to make frenemies <laughs> and allow Father to bless you. And people won't even know why they're doing it. When the Lord's favor is on you, your enemies will bless you and have no idea why they're granting you favor. And that's our Father. And that's His currency. Speaking of currency, I really do hope that you guys have already moved that you're not waiting as uh, China, as I've been reporting to you for the past year. To those of you who have moved your 401ks, congratulations, MonicaProtectsWithGold.com. You want to do that today, tonight, inquire. They'll get right back to you, immedioso. And they do do spot purchases, but you definitely want to go with premium unless you want to get hit with you know IRS implications and all of that. So again, MonicaProtectsWithGold.com. We are headed for massive... <laughs> All the things that we've said were coming, you're seeing happen right now in the banking industry. So your 401ks are adversely affected already. This will not be a 2008. It will not. You see what's happening across the globe. Open your eyes, pray for discernment, and reach out to MonicaProtectsWithGold.com. And until tomorrow tomorrow um hope you guys have a good night thanks for joining me i'm going to go eat my dinner now i love you all very much thank you for your continued prayers for my ministry i'm having one heavenly time with that and cannot wait to draw you guys into that so anyway until then monicamatthews.com be good to your neighbor beginning your own mirror and remember if you're an american act like one Thank you.